0: Ready, and racing. Welcome to the DogCast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the uh, latest edition of the DogCast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Tim Edwards. Uh, Back in the chair today with me is Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. Sean, it's great to have you back. It's been a while, mate.
1: Yes, great to be back, Tim, on the DogCast. Uh, You've had a few guest hosts in and they've done a wonderful job over the the last probably month or so. Um, But yeah, great to be back. Um, A huge show ahead of us. Uh, Really looking forward to um, the weeks and months ahead in Greyhound Racing. Uh, We know the Angle Park, Shutdown is on at the moment, but we've got plenty of feature races and plenty of good dogs going around.
0: Yeah, we sure do. There's plenty to, to talk about, that's for sure, here in South Australian Greyhound Racing. We preview the SA Anniversary Cup that's coming up this Sunday night at Gawler. We had the three heats last week, so we're going to certainly look back at those three heats. We're also going to have a look at the Stayers Cup series that was won by Barbados Express last Thursday night at Murray Bridge. And our interview this week is actually with Scott Woodcheck. Who's uh, Greyhound Racing SA's strategic project manager, and the reason we're going to talk to Scott is to get all the updates about Angle Park, of what's going on there with the uh, the restructure and everything else that's happening down there. So, lots to look forward to on this edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. The Week in Review is brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co., proud suppliers of fresh pet food in our GAP SA Greyhounds program, our prisons program. They're based right here in South Australia. Visit their website, freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. Uh, Sean, there's been plenty happening. Not sure where to start here. So let's uh, let's trek back uh, to last Thursday night. Of course, a, a couple of great things happened there at Murray Bridge. We had the Stayers Cup final, which was eventually won by Barbados Express. Ran 39.03, trained by Ben Rawlings, defeating New Year's Tears, who ran second. And Shadow Burner ran third. It was great for Barbados Express to get that win because she'd been looming as if she was going to win a good race, you know, very soon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's been in terrific form. Um, She was very unlucky in the E Star Match Race Series at Gawler. Yeah. I know the Rawlings camp have a high opinion of her. And uh, when she was able to run to the front over the 6.80 Uh, She's had a couple of runs there and and that run, she was primed, I think, for that final. Uh, She led them up um, and got the job done. Uh, It was a really interesting race because the 680 introduction at Murray Bridge has brought Mm. together the 600 metre angle park dogs and the 731 stayers. So it's a really interesting mix of dogs. Um, it looks like it was dominated by those sort of middle distances, middle distance dogs of the six eighty. Yep. Um, so once um, she was able to lead, she was going to be very hard to beat. New Year tears for Ryan Tugwell. He's uh, doing a great job with that greyhound. Keeps improving mm-hmm. and will keep improving, I think. And Shadow Burner. Um, if you get a little bit closer to the yeah. rail, um might be a bit more helpful. But that's the way he goes. And the big track at Murray Bridge helped him. He ran into third. So a, mm. a really good addition to the Bay Road Queen, I think.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. New Year's Tears running around tonight. They're at Murray Bridge, of course, Thursday night tonight. So uh, we'll see New Year's Tears go around again tonight. So Barbados Express, as I said, a deserved winner there of the Stayers' Cup last Thursday night. On the same night, um, Alfieri. What did you make of Alfieri, uh, Sean? He just doesn't seem to be that dog he was 12 to 18 months ago.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, I think he's um, a nice dog. Everyone would love to have him. But he's a bit of a non-winner at the Mm. moment. He puts in good performances. Uh, He probably... The Murray Bridge track over the five thirty is 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 go, and he's getting mm. beaten regularly. To be fair, Sir Truculent run him down yep. last week was pretty pretty impressive over mm. the five thirty, but I think we have a high expectation of him because his relation to Seneki and he's always been in the shadow of yeah. Seneki and and he's not Seneki he's Alfieri, and he was very good early, but he just has struggled to to hit top form. Uh, I know Bill's working really hard with him to get him back to his very top. But he, yeah, he's a little bit disappointing um, mm. on face value, but he's a, he's been a wonderful dog for them, and I think most people would like to see him at his very best, because we want to see the best going around. Yeah, of course, he's running tonight as well. So, Truculent
0: got the job done, as you said. Good to see him win over the 5.30, ran 29.88. You could just tell at the top of the home straight last week, he was just stalking those leaders, and he was going to pounce at some point. And he got the job done. He's probably not racing as well as he was, you know, three yeah. months ago, but... You know, I think he's just starting to adjust to the Murray Bridge circuit.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he, he had his first hit out in the heats of the Bay Road Queen and in a bigger field, found trouble. The five thirty, five dogs in the field. He copped a little bit of a check off the back as well at the mm. bridge. And to be fair, not too many dogs come from behind in the home straight and yeah. win as impressively as what he did. So I think while he's uh, getting him back to near his best, he normally takes a couple of runs uh, in blocks to mm. get to his very best. He'll have an interesting decision to make because, as it's turned out, next week are the heats of the SA Distance Championship at yep. the bridge. Yep. Because of the movement of feature race, it also falls on the heats of the Group 1 Sandown Cup. Right. So we know he's a Group 1 performer mm. on that run. He's got an interesting decision to make. Is he up to Group 1 level and off to Victoria? Mm or will he stay in SA and, and take on the locals? So, yeah. uh, But again, like all of our good dogs in SA, we want to see him at their best, and he's heading that way, I think.
0: Yeah, he is. Agent Hamish broke the track record there last week over the 5.30, ran
1: 29.50. He's absolutely flying. Isn't he? He's a, a young mm-hmm. dog, only had a handful of starts. Troy Murray's got him going unbelievably well. He showed mm-hmm. some good form at angle part running quick times, but yeah. 29.50, when he hit the front, and he opened up a big gap. It was times and margins. Mm. And 29.50, Razor's Edge, which is a very good dog, held the track record. Yep. Uh, and so Agent Hamish, again, the potential there for him is is unlimited, I think, for Troy Murray.
0: Yeah, he certainly looks a promising type. We'll turn our attention back to the Mount Gambier Cup, because the last time we spoke on the dog cast, we were talking about the Mount Gambier Cup. Zipping Zabo was the eventual winner. Deb Coleman prepared Zipping Zabo. Had box one, was very hard to beat.
1: Yeah, I think that's the way we we were looking at the race. Mm-hmm. With the high speed that this dog has, has got, and we've seen um, Zipping Zabo race in SA before, 29.56, uh, a, a super quick run. Yeah. Beat Renewal for Beck Roman and Fabriol Lazad for Andrea Daly. Uh, but a deserved feature win for Zipping Zabo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be fair, Deb Coleman and Rob Camilleri, we know the association with El um, Tim Aloisi and and that ownership group yeah they're supporters of sa racing so it's nice for them to get um, feature wins because mm. they do support sa racing even if they're training Victoria they come across for our feature races their own uh this one wasn't owned by Tim mm. but we know their association so but it's good that they've had a little bit of success
0: yep certainly so we also should touch on webleck jet who won the group 2 Geelong Cup um terrific performance by webleck jet of course uh, they're Sean
1: yeah, well, so Weblack Jet um part of uh the, the WebLek dogs and we know Weblack Ace won the uh, uh what uh, do I say, the Interstate Greyhound yeah. of the Year, yes, I suppose. Yes. Uh being SA Bred, WebLek Ace, but WebLek Jet part of all that sort of breeding line, uh, another feature race um, for for that uh, group and, and again, they just run really well. Um Neville Lockhell and again that syndicate group they 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 go really well, their dogs go really good
0: mm, they certainly do let's turn our attention back to last week. We had the heats of the anniversary cup, of course we're going to be focusing on the anniversary cup final field very, very soon. But let's go back to heat number one last week. This was some really good racing out there at Gawler. Air Marshall was able to win from box seven, running 30 and 72. He beat rushes who flew home and ran a very improved second. So I'm giving him a chance. We'll talk about the final a bit later on, but air Marshall was very good and uh, he just continues to race. Well, Sean.
1: Yeah. I think we've spoken on this program that w- what a good dog he is. He has been, mm. he gets to a lot of feature finals, um, and Gawler, we we agree. I think Gawler's his best track. Yep. Uh, and he and he got the job done. He's a high speed dog, and his his second split is really unmatched by any other dog to the back straight. Mm. So uh, he did what he does. Let him let him up and won thirty seventy two. Rushes wasn't improved effort. Mm, massive. Um, mm. I think Gawler, just different surroundings. Mm. Uh, I think would be a big player in the final. I did actually like Defies run in the yep. race. Um, and it missed the start and was seen getting home very strongly along the rail. So when we talk about the final, Mm. uh, I think Defy is going to be a bit of a player there as well.
0: It's a terrific race. Uh, Heat 2 was won by Zipping Sultan, who was very good. Uh, 30 and 77 led, was strong to the line. Once he led, they weren't going to beat him. Um, And Can You Go Wild ran second in that particular race. Um, Tried hard, was crossed early, but, really stuck to its guns, wasn't defeated far behind Zipping Sultan.
1: Yeah, I think, can you go wild? I think an opinion might be that it's it's a lead or no Mm, win dog, mm, because it is a very high-speed dog. It's got great um, box speed, uh, but it showed a lot of fight and tenacity um, on Sunday night to to just go down narrowly to Zipping Sultan. Zipping Sultan, trained by Ken Gill, uh, only had the two runs in SA, has exceptional interstate form. Mm. So it is, looks like it's on the path to finding that form here in SA. And again, will be very hard to beat. And that is one of those from the, the mm. Tim Aloisi ownership group. So good luck to them uh, in the final, but, uh, and it's good to see Kenny Gill get one through to the final. We yep. know his exploits with Ernie Bungaro. Yes. and. What a, a cult figure that dog became and a, and a, a wonderful trip he took ten, Ken Gill on. Mm. It's good to see him uh, into a feature final.
0: Yep. And heat number three was won by Spring Burner, who pounced out from box four and led all the way, ran 30 and 82. So, look, the times between all of them, Air Marshall ran the fastest, but they were all around the mark. Jackswell ran second. He was slightly slow again. He's been a bit off his last two his uh, starts, uh, Sean. I think there's no doubt about it. We'll talk about the final soon, but... If he gets the start right, he's very hard to beat, but he's been missing it, and that causes yeah. concern. I'm
1: I'm interested in your thoughts, Tim, why that is. I mean, at Angle Park, he, yeah. he's a jet. We know he's a jet, and he goes unbelievably well, and he's been in similar positions in races recently, mm. and he just hasn't found that last little bit, is it? The Gawler track? Is it just different surroundings?
0: I just, yeah, I, I, look, I'm, I'm no Greyhound trainer, but uh, the, the Greyhound has been up for a little while now. Mm. It's been going around week after week, and it's been performing very, very well. And, and yep. there's a very strong chance it'll ping on Sunday night now that we're talking about him not pinging. So, yes. <laughs> um, and and obviously, Cam Butcher knows the Greyhound better than yep. anyone. But look, he's just a bit sluggish early. And, yep. and as soon as you do that in a good field, you're going to find bother.
1: Yeah, uh, it's it's normal for Cam to run his dogs every week, mm. and history shows that, and they hold their form exceptionally well. So it's wonderful training by him. But yeah. you're right, he just seems just a little bit off, mm. off his very best. I think he's getting through a lot of these races on pure class and ability. Mm. Um, once he works it all out at Gawler, I think that he'll he'll be impressive. I uh, I don't know in this final on Sunday night, mm. I'd, I'd be risking him a yep. little bit. Just with the, the performers that are in it, yes. um, I just want to see him perform. He might do it Sunday night now yes. we're talking about yeah. it.
0: Yeah, he may be. <laughs> uh, probably will. Um, that's the review. That's thanks to Fresh Pet Food Co. All one word. Look them up. Freshpetfoodco.com.au The Preview Yeah, the preview this week's brought to us by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. If you want to know more information, free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. All you need to do is jump on Twitter, Sean, search at the Dogs SA and get on board. Free tips. As always, gamble responsibly. Our preview this week, we're, of course, concentrating on Sunday night. But before we touch on Sunday night's anniversary cup, field, we've got racing tonight at Murray Bridge. It's a really solid program there at Murray Bridge this evening. Yep. Of course, we've got Greyhound racing at Gawler tomorrow, Friday. Gawler, Saturday morning. It's an early start. Get up early there, 7.57 a.m. Yep. the first. So uh, no time for uh, for brekkie, uh, Sean? No, no,
1: there's not. Mm. Uh, well, I'll just touch on the, the Saturday morning just mm. for the Dogcast uh, listeners. Uh, 757 is not ideal no. to start mm. um, the Saturday morning fortnightly time slot we're very much guided by when the thoroughbreds start yes and with the carnivals in Brisbane and in Adelaide kicking off around 11 o'clock 11 a.m mm. mm. it means all the galloping meetings on that morning have to start a lot earlier um, to put it into perspective our first is 757 local time mm. uh, Bendigo is 737. Um, our time. Yep. They've already run two races by the time yeah. we run our first, mm. but we do understand it's an early start. So we're, those Saturday morning meetings are really well supported, Tim, mm. uh, nominations yep. wise. Uh, so we'd like that to continue, but we're very much guided by the times that we get. We we, we love the time slot. Mm. We would much prefer like a 9.15 start. Yes. I think everyone would, Yep. but it's just for this period that um, we just have to manage an earlier time.
0: Yeah. Um, 10 race cards, Saturday yeah. morning, early start, early finish, 10.30 the last, yeah. so yeah. gives uh, the participants all afternoon free, basically. Um, so Thursday night, uh, I made the best race three, number eight, Spofforth. Now, I'm taking on linga Road tonight, Sean. I think okay. linga Road will lead. I think Spofforth, now that it's had some... Recent runs of late um, is getting fitter. Box 8, I think, will be absolutely ideal for him tonight. Yep. Wet track. It's going to be raining. It's going to be raining all day today in South Australia. I think he'll get the room to move out deep, and I reckon he can challenge Alinga Road tonight. So I'm going to take him at, at around that $3, dollars three thirty price point. I think he can win
1: race three, number eight. What did you like? Well, that being the case, I think Rawlings will have a big night yep. because in race six, I like number eight, Barbados Express, for Ben Rawlings. I think... Uh, Now she's struck form, winning the Bay Road Queen last week. Uh, She can go on and win. She comes to a wider draw tonight. I think she has enough speed to offset that. Mm. I think she can find herself to the front. And, and be very, very hard to beat. So I'll make her my best, race six, number eight. And if that is the case, Tim, uh, Ben Rawlings will have a great night, and so will the listeners of the Dogcast.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. Um, Ben's having a good run at the moment. A couple of interesting debutantes in race one and twos. Zinfandel Boris, very well-bred type. I'm expecting him to run very well. And uh, Finnis Flash in race two, well-bred type trained by Lauren Harris. I'm really keen to watch these two tonight. I think they'll both win, Sean, to be honest. Um, well-bred. They've found some good races here, I think, the connections to really kick off their careers. So we'll keep an eye on what they do tonight in races one and two. Yep. Um, as far as uh, the quaddy there tonight, it's five, six, seven, eight. The quaddy, of course, So the feature race will be race six is the 680-metre distance event. And that is a good field. New Year's Tears is ready to win. It's box number one. Yep. Um, certainly going to be hard to beat. Shadow Burner, as you said, when it can draw the fence, it's going to be hard to beat. And Barbados Express, you like as well. So
1: Yeah, I think... Um the flow on effect of having the six eighty meter boxes at the bridge now is that we get races like this, which which is very similar to the final last week mm. and we've got a wonderful race here tonight. Mm. It also means the dogs are also f- flowing through for the five thirty. Yeah. So I think it's really helped the bridge um get dogs from four fifty five, five thirty and now six eighty is an option. Mm-hmm. So it's been a great addition and, and it's wonderful to have uh you know, four distances on the one card of, of racing.
0: Yeah. yeah, it certainly is. And it's a good spectacle for those people viewing in at home on Sky. Yep. Um, let's have a look at Sunday night. Let's look at the Anniversary Cup field. We've got a big program there planned on Sunday night. I just had a look, 12 races on the card. It's a five o'clock start, uh, so it's a good start time. Uh, and they'll get a good crowd. Gaul has been getting some really good crowds on Sunday mm. night, Sean. So no doubt about it, this Sunday will draw another good um, crowd out there on track. The Anniversary Cup field, we've got Spring Burners come up with box number one. We've got Defies come up with two. We've got Rushers in three. Zipping Sultan, four. Jacks Wells come up with the awkward box of five. Can You Go Wilds in six. Air Marshall in seven. And Spring Vinnie out in box number eight. Tangello Fire and Threaten are both the reserves for Ben Rawling. So um, I found this an incredibly difficult race to assess the, the winner who we think is going to win, Sean, because... Mm. The box draws made this very even. I've I've ended up selecting Air Marshall because he's pretty much foolproof. He jumps, yep. he runs, he can get up near the speed, and he is going really well. I, I just think, I, I watched the replay the other night, rushes. I've been waiting for him to do something, mm. and he hasn't been doing it at Murray Bridge. And the fact that he came to Gawler, and he just grew a different leg out there at Gawler. Yeah. And I think he is the blowout on Sunday night.
1: Yeah, I think... Uh, you, you read that right. I mean, I think there's a number of chances and I'll, I'll talk about my thoughts on it, but just on yours again, air Marshal, mm. we know what he can do. He's a leader and he, he broke the sort of finals hoodoo if there was one yep. winning the Murray bridge cup. Yep. So he's made plenty of finals. He knows how to win them and he loves Gawler and he's high speed. Mm. So absolutely big chance rushes. Like you said, I was happy for um, Lisa Rasmussen and the connections that mm. he, he found his best form in yeah. the heats. And I hope he goes on with it now because we're a dog with such high ability, he's a 29-3-4 a dog at Angle Park, yeah. the 5'15", and he just doesn't find it consistently. So I think if they can get the consistency back into him, he's going to be really hard to beat. From box three, though, mm. just don't know where he's going to mm. be with all the speed out wide. Mm. I've settled on uh, Defy, as I yep. mentioned, for Troy Murray. Um, Four runs ago, he began really good at Gawler from box one and ran 30.56, I think it was, over the 5.31. Now, that is low flying at Gawler. Mm. Uh, He's drawn two on Sunday night. He did miss the kick last week, and he he was flashing home up the inside. I think he'll get a good run here. I think Spring Burner can begin okay. Yep. And... He's got enough speed spring burner to just cause a little bit of trouble for maybe can you go wild and air marshal who want to charge forward is sort of how I'm reading it. Mm -hmm. Maybe Defy, a bit better beginning, sits right in on the speed. He loves the rails Mm. and he goes good at Gawler. So I'm looking at Defy on an each way basis. I do think, however, uh, air marshal, very hard to beat. And Jackswell, you actually can't leave him out of anything. I'm surprised I'm just sort of slipping in for third because mm. we know what a good dog he is. But I think it's a wonderful edition of the of the SA Anniversary Cup run at Gawler. Um, this is a City A meeting, mm. and it's all the Metro dogs have headed there. So that's why the depth through the whole program, yeah, Tim, strong. is wonderful. Mm. Uh, but this is going to be a real highlight for the Gawler Club. So I encourage everyone to get out there on Sunday night. They do the the top level and the bottom level for dining and food. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, hopefully the weather's going to be good. Unfortunately, today's a bit average, Mm. but Sunday night, I encourage everyone to get there. It's going to be a wonderful edition of the anniversary cup Yeah. Contact Nixon's
0: function center. If you want to go out there for dinner on Sunday night, it's a great race. It always is the anniversary cup but you could run this race a few different times, Sean. And, and have a different result. Spring Burner pinged out last week from box yep. four. Well, if he does that from box one, they're going to struggle to get him. Yep. Um, Defy, hit or miss early. Rushes, hit or miss early. That's where I think Jackswell, he hasn't been leading and he hasn't been pinging. But there are four dogs inside him that can sometimes walk out of the boxes. Yeah. So if he got a look and cross, they won't beat him. No doubt about it, Jackswell. But um, I'm feeling that Can You Go Wild can probably get towards the lead. And Air Marshal might just get that cover over and... And we we know what a good dog he is at Gawler. so that is going to be a ripping race. And what are we looking at? Seven thousand first prize there, Sean. Yeah,
1: seven. Uh, well, yeah, seven and a half thousand first prize. So uh, well worth winning. Um, and as as I said, it's 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 got a long history. Of the Anniversary Cup this year's editions run at Gawler because of the Angle Park out of action. Uh, so no doubt, um, whoever wins will be a worthy winner.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's a twelve race program. As we said, the first at five o'clock. So looking forward to. Uh, they having a look at that race on Sunday night and repeating your best bet tonight Sean is race 6 race number six, 8
1: number 8 Barbados Express for the Rawlings camp.
0: Yep and I like race 3 number 8 Spofforth so we are predicting Benny Rawlings to have a big night at Murray Bridge. That's the preview that's all thanks to the uh, the free tips SA Metro Greyhound Meetings. search at the Dogs SA and get on board and as always gamble responsibly.
1: The interview.
0: Yeah, the interview this week on the Dogcast is uh, Greyhound Racing SA Strategic Project Manager. What a great title he's got there, Sean. He does. Scott Woodcatch is our uh, guest this morning
2: on the Dogcast. How are you, Scott? Good, Tim. Morning, guys.
1: Morning, Scott. How are you?
2: Very good, Sean. Very good. Excited to have a chat about the Angle Park project.
0: Yeah, lots to talk about, Scott. You're the man in charge of it all. And um, first of all, before we touch on what's happening down there, what drew you to. I guess sitting down with Greyhound Racing SA's board and and, and organising what we're doing right now. What what drew you to making the first step to getting the Angle Park redeveloped?
2: Look, I think for a long time we've we've known that um, that Angle Park track side was probably in need of uh, in some work. We've had a few lure issues over the years, uh, just with the old infrastructure that's out there, and we probably. Um, had a bit of a plan maybe six or seven years ago that, that this is a, a long-term goal but we just felt that we couldn't undertake the project until uh until we had a Murray Bridge track up and running uh so that we could I guess transfer all the meetings to to two really um reliable solid tracks and obviously when Strathalbyn was there prior to Murray Bridge we probably felt we couldn't have done it so I think really once the Murray Bridge project is up and running and um and has been for some time I think our sites then turn to um let's get angle park up to where we want it to be all
0: right so what's happening on track give us the ideas of of what's actually going on with the track how are we going to is it is it being made safer is it you know is it going to be some different um material put on the track to make it faster what's exactly happening out there scott
2: well, I think it's, it's a lot about modernising, but to do that, um, you know, we, it makes sense for us to, to implement all the uh, design principles that have been talked about probably over the last 20 to 30 years, which have made tracks safer. Um, it's interesting when you, you sort of see them excavate the track and, and realise that to, to build this track, all they simply did was run a grader around on the dirt and then place sand on top. And, mm. you know, we've had... Battles with uh, with drainage and, and stuff over the over recent years, and I think a lot of that stems from the track not being formed up properly. So yeah, what we what we are doing is is making sure that we've got proper base, proper drainage, implemented these little nuanced changes to the track which make it a safer track, um, and and ultimately yeah, the the goal is to to make the most safe and consistent track. Uh, in Australia, hopefully. Mm.
0: And things around the track as well, Scott's happening as well, I believe some facilities, uh, some work's being done with the facilities upstairs as well.
2: Yeah, look, it makes sense for us that with a four-month shutdown at Angle Park, that if we, we had any other sort of pressing matters or, or or projects that we wanted to undertake, that now was the time to do that. So um, we, what we're trying to uh, have that is that participants will come back in, in August and they'll, they'll see a whole raft of changes. There'll be a, a huge video screen. The kennel house We'll have a, a bit of TLC applied and, you know, a bit of a, a spruce up of the wash bays. Uh, um, you know, we've we've got the diest area. We're planning to do a few little changes to the diest area as well. Mm. Um, but even little things that I think uh, modern punters and participants expect, like TV coverage of the track itself. Yep. You know, we'll have a lot more angles and we'll be able to put together some videos where, you know, trainers can see head-ons and coming out of the boxes and all sorts of things. So there's a lot lot to go. I'm feeling a little bit nervous about not the track itself. I'm I'm probably feeling a little bit more nervous about uh, all the other peripheral things that we're sort of doing because we're trying to squeeze a lot into a very short period of time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, We'll touch on the time frame in a moment. I did read somewhere, Scott, that you were working on something with the, the general public being able to get closer to the action because at the moment there's all that concrete area outside of the the restaurant area and then there's a bit of a walk to the fence and then the greyhounds are over the, the other side is there some work done there that the participants and the and the i guess the general public are going to get closer to the action
2: yeah i'm actually i'm standing in chases right now and one of the biggest differences visually is that we've removed that long line of roses which goes from about 100 meters along um, at the bottom of the concrete tier. so what we're what we're going to do is, is allow participants to come onto the, onto the grass area to a point. Obviously, we've got to manage um, the, the visual aspect of people in the grandstand still being able to see the track itself. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we will have access. Hope, hopefully, we, um, at some stage, during the better, better weather, we can have people out on the grass, maybe on some tables and, and mm. watching the races a little bit closer up than they would normally have had access to in the past
0: yeah, what about the time frame? So the original time frame that was spoken about was between three and four months. Are we still on track for that time?
2: Yeah, I think the original um the original time frame suggested that we'd be trialing in mid-july and and look, nothing um, at this stage has, has moved us away from that time frame. Um, I keep keep on saying, you know we had a great run with the weather, and as soon as I do that, we have <laughs> rain like we have this morning. So, um look, I think, I'm confident that we're racing in August. Uh, we originally planned that to be the seventh of August. I guess only uh, over the next probably four to six weeks we'll start to establish uh, whether we're going to hit those times. But at this stage, uh, I couldn't be more happy with how everything's coming together. Uh, I guess the next stage is this, there's some contractors that have to come out from the regional Victoria. Um, they've got to squeeze in amongst all our contractors. That for me is where I see the risk with the the, mm. the schedule at the moment. But um, but very happy. Yeah, well,
0: Sean, I guess Sean and Scott, um, a likelihood being August, we're sort of coming right into the carnival. So it's a great mm. opportunity to showcase what's been done and, and really, you know, get out there and tell the public to get to the greyhounds because what's been happening over the last four months. So it might just work with, obviously, COVID has, has been a big problem as well. But if everything stays the way it is, there's a chance we could have a big crowd there come, you know, carnival time.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, I think Yeah, go, Scott.
2: Yeah, so I just think saying, you know, generally through these colder winter months, it is a bit more difficult to get people to the track, so it is probably a good time to have done the project, despite the fact that we we could run into weather-related issues with the build. Mm.
1: Yeah, and and like we said, um, with our feature races run generally um, September, October, Mm. um, which is our our carnival, November as well, that the project there was a cut-off time, I I suppose, Scott, that we, we either pulled the trigger on or we didn't, and we are at that time to pull the trigger and it's a good opportunity, which means we can be back Mm. at the, a a wonderful fully updated modernized venue for all of our feature races where the big crowds will come. And and as you said, Tim, Mm. encourage people to come and see, see what angle park is now. Um, Because, you know, a lot of stuff hasn't been touched and and a lot of stuff has only been discovered over time. When you redevelop something like this, a lot of the infrastructure wasn't, wasn't touched. It was, it was, patched up mm. as you went, which is yep. what people had to do at the time. But now it's a real opportunity and it's it's a credit to like our board and the AGRC who who have supported the project that um, we've got it to this level, that we, we will have a new modernised track in the next few months. And the box distances are changing as well, Scott, is that right?
2: Yeah, we, we, the 500, uh, the 515 is going out to a 530 and, and the 388 is coming back around to a 342. The other two distances, the, the, the middle distance trip and the, the staying trip, relatively the same. But I was out there on the track yesterday, standing on the pad for the 5:30. It really is a beautiful run mm. to the wing post for the first time. I, I, you know, the, the intention there is that it's a lot cleaner. The dogs aren't migrating as far left. Yep. Uh, I think that will work. Uh, I know there's some concerns about the a little bit of extra distance but um, you know it is only a couple of strides. Yeah. As for the 3.42, it did the same thing yesterday, stood out on, on where the pad's been set out and and look it, it, it seems like a really good run. Um, you know, you're obviously dealing with a lot less turn, being a bit further around, around that bend. Um, so I'm, I'm confident that both starts, whilst there might be a bit of trepidation about how they will come out, I think participants will warm to them over time and you know, I was having a chat to Corey from the Meadows just recently and he's really, really keen to see how this 3.42 start goes because mm. I think the Meadows has some have some ideas about doing something similar over there.
0: Yeah, oh, well, it all sounds exciting, Scott. And, and just on Murray Bridge, um, obviously you're a big part in, in developing Murray Bridge. You must be wrapped with what you're seeing at the moment. The track plays fair, um, it's very safe um, and it's it basically our premier track at the moment along with Gawler, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think you know as a project manager, you sort of you do one project and you sort of develop a little bit of a, an affiliation for what you've done, and you know that was Gawler six years ago when we we'd finished that patron building, and yeah, obviously the most recent big big project has been Murray Bridge, and you know the the, the, the best thing I get out of it, I think, at the times is the Victorians that come over who who are very, uh, you know, they've got very modern facilities, they've got a lot of one turn tracks, and you know people like Jeff Collins who came out last week. Um, come out and they, they rave about what's been done so mm. that that for me is the greatest feedback that i can get and yeah i'm really happy with how it, how it's all raced i kind of think there's a few little bit a few myths out there about you know you need to be a really strong dog to to win over some of these distances but um in saying that i didn't think the truck would win over 5:30 last yeah. start there mm. i thought it might be too short for him
0: so so we've got the straight track, we've got Murray Bridge done, we've got Angle Park done in a few months' time, Gaul is running well. What's next, Scott, for you? Is is Mount Gambier the next project for you?
2: Yeah, well, funnily enough, it is. Um, not necessarily from a track perspective, but we've got some big plans for the Patron Building, which mm. we're hoping to do in the next financial year. The club, um, the club's pestering me about getting uh, getting that rolling, but obviously I'm a bit uh, tied up with Angle yeah. Park stuff at the moment. But, yeah, the bit, the next major one is... There, I think I think we kind of sometimes look at the the mix of our of our tracks and venues and and think, geez, we're almost we're almost done. But mm. uh, you know, after after Mount Gambier, we may have a look at the the Galla track. The, the 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 way that track is formed up is is probably not great in terms of drainage mm. and and things in related, relation to the football club and the football ground. So perhaps that might be something we look beyond that. Uh, we know that the club's really keen at Gawler to to put some lights in or upgrade the lighting system now that they're running on, on the Sunday night. So there's, yeah. there's always, always seems to be things that we can move on to, but uh, I guess from a, a really large-scale project, we're starting to run out of them, I think.
0: Yeah, but your job's done. Retire time for you, Scott. <laughs> That's it. Move back to Victoria. Yeah. Well, mate, thanks for joining us on the Dogcast, bringing us up to date with what's happening at Angle Park. We look forward to watching what unfolds there and getting back there in sort of mid to late August, and uh, we thank you for your time, Scott.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Scott.
0: Scott, uh, we'll catch there. Um, Sean, yep. he's got a hard name to pronounce, but uh, that's he's doing a great job. And yep. um, Greyhound Racing SA must be uh, really super proud of what's going on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, um, and Scott won't say it himself, so I'll say it, but a lot of these sort of jobs, big projects like this, uh, wouldn't have got done unless um, Scott was the driving force behind it, who had yep. to liaise with contractors, industry, which is not easy to do. Some of these projects, Tim, take years and years to get off the ground. Yep. He's been able to manage in the process of completing three major projects with three of our tracks in the space of you know five or six years. So I think when everyone looks back on a legacy of what people do, He certainly put his stamp on SA Greyhound Racing for years and years to come. So he's doing a wonderful job um, and long may it continue. Yep, job well done by Scott and the team. That's been another edition of the Dogcast. We'll be back in a
0: couple of weeks' time. There's plenty to talk about and plenty to look forward to. Of course, this Sunday night being the SA Anniversary Cup Final.